Josh, what's your biggest regret of 2021? I should have been nicer to my wife. Dude, what happened to your voice? <laughs> I don't know. I'm Joe. I'm Josh. I'm Claire. You've got questions? Yo, feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Feeling Grounded with your hosts, Josh and Joe. So what we want you all to do right now is subscribe to Feeling Grounded Podcast, smash that like button. Also, become a patron on Patreon. Josh and I put exclusive content that we'd love to put out there. Also, go on Instagram, search up at Feeling Grounded Podcast. That's at Feeling Grounded Podcast. Josh and I genuinely love to put stuff out there, especially the thumbnails. That's kind of my job, and I enjoy every single moment of that. (laughs) So I will call myself out for that. But also, put some questions or comments on our videos, and hit that notification bell, whether you are on Spotify, for example, Apple Podcasts, or on YouTube, because it will help the algorithm so you guys can actually show up when we uh, post new videos. You've got questions? You're feeling grounded. Entertainment. Where's the entertainment, guys? Okay, so for this segment, Joe, what are we talking about today? Well, we're going to be talking about settling. Hmm. So I remember years and years ago, uh, you and I were chatting about, like, back when we were living together, about, like, what it means to settle. It was probably, like, 12 o'clock in the morning when we were talking about this. Yeah, that was probably in my underwear. (laughs) In your room that was, like, 107 degrees. degrees in my room, yeah. Um, but what does it mean to settle? Well, it means kind of falling into complacency. Yeah. You know, where you're like not no longer striving for something that you're trying to accomplish, but you're kind of like slinking back in your chair and not really achieving. Yeah. That's my understanding. Yeah, like resigning yourself to something that's like not optimal. Right. right. So yeah. remember a few months ago, I gave the example, what if your goal was to like go to the moon, but... You just accept Cleveland, Ohio. That's the place that you're going to live. Right. In our What Do Men Want video yeah. that they should totally watch. Yeah. So in that instance, like places that you are going to live, maybe the partner that you're going to be with, maybe the job that you want. Like if you settle with something that's not really optimal or something that you don't actually want, that's settling. Exactly. It's like those big things. Exactly. Kind of missing out on your dreams because mm-hmm. you're not willing to go the extra mile and maybe you've fallen into a place where you're discouraged or mm-hmm. whatever it may be mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah well i think part of it too is a lot of people struggle to allow themselves to dream i think mm-hmm. a lot of people if you were to ask them like what are your goals what are your ambitions mm-hmm. what are you what do you dream about i think people would have a hard time coming up with an answer so i think just a, even allowing yourself to like have giving yourself the time to dream then, yeah exactly and i think that's also why people are complacent because yeah. you know they don't even know what they should be striving for and that they can strive for something that's very true it's kind of just like a lack of direction Mm -hmm. that triggers someone to kind of fall backwards into their chair yeah kind of like let life hit them let life hit them as opposed to achieving for something Mm -hmm. because they might not even know what it is they're Mm -hmm. achieving for yeah they kind of live life on autopilot Mm -hmm. so in life like we have like these bigger little things that like we could technically settle for but you have like your big objectives say that you want to be like an astrophysicist or something like that but you see that it's way too hard. So you just settle on being like the manager of like a pizza hut or something like that. Right. That's insane. Right. Um, but in the little things, like say you guys are husband and wife. So say that you guys are arguing about like what movie you guys want to watch. Mm-hmm. That's a little thing. 
So that whoever like kind of yields or who like takes like the more like front seat approach of this one or the back seat of this one, this is more compromising. So there's a difference between settling and compromising. Uh, yeah. Compromising are just like s- settling for a, some kind of an equal yes uh, quality. Like, yeah, uh, like compromising like in in the little byways to, in order to get to your objective. That's not settling. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. No, exactly. Very true. Very true. So for me, uh, I guess like a concrete example, like when I was single, I hadn't met Josh yet. I had actually written down like what I'm looking for in a husband. Right. And like some of them were important and some of them were like really silly, but I just like allowed myself to just like really imagine what it would be like. It was like important things like faith and then there was like oh he likes the office and the yankees and like and then like years later after i met josh i was like able to go back and like he like checked off all of the boxes i was like it was like insane (laughs) so i think there's something to be said about just like i said before like kind of allowing yourself to Mm -hmm, dream and mm -hmm. like writing them down to like make them more concrete because it's you'd be surprised how much actually comes to fruition if you like at least think about it absolutely mm-hmm. yeah it's better to be alone than in like bad company or something that you do technically settle for which yes. is what we talking about right exactly yeah yeah and i feel like that's that's a huge you know really important thing to not settle in the area of your relationships mm-hmm. because if someone is hurting you or something is not ideal just because it may be comfortable doesn't you know you shouldn't just be okay mm-hmm. with mediocrity you mm-hmm. should always be seeking what you truly desire and what's best for you mm-hmm as a person whether it is your job your employment or obviously like relationships Mm -hmm. i feel like relationships is a big area where people settle and i think oftentimes people don't realize like the magnitude of 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 that and the reality of like the person that you're with has such an amazing incredibly uh impactful experience on you and that there really is someone out there that can you know yeah meet those expectations. meet those expectations as opposed to like going down like lowering your standard just because mm-hmm. you don't you're too scared to, to, to make the alone. leap or yeah. whatever it is yeah and that's not to say the other person is perfect like it's false to say that like josh completes me like right. that's not true it's like that mm-hmm. yeah that's not realistic like, you <laughs> um that's like not, <laughs> that doesn't actually exist it, yeah, so exactly. but so there's it you know you have to kind of I guess when you fall in love with the person, just like also fall in love with like their imperfections in a way that like makes you a better person and mm-hmm. not less of a person. I think that's the goal. Right. Does yeah. that make sense? Because yeah. like yeah. Pe- people like there are certain things that you shouldn't put up with in a relationship and there are some things that you can put up with in a relationship. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Like, you know, abuse over like leaves to like toothpaste on the sink. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Whatever it is. Yeah, there's some things you shouldn't just be okay with mm-hmm. um, in, within that relationship. Now, let's shift. Can we shift into, yeah, like, employment, yeah. like, occupation? Yeah, that's yeah, the go other big one. Yeah. Because that's – I'm really big on this. Like, mm-hmm. I think settling in your job is, like, one of the worst things that you can do. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, like, such a believer in the reality of, like, we should always be striving for our best self and our best world and best experience. Mm-hmm. And if something is not working for you, if it's causing you stress or it's causing you to live an unhealthy lifestyle, I think it's important mm-hmm. to – to rethink your goals um, in your like your career path, mm-hmm. if that's kind of the case. Like I can think with me, like I've I've worked a lot of really crappy jobs and some jobs that were good on the outside, but on the inside it was like really toxic and 
in a very negative kind of mm -hmm. stressful atmosphere that triggered a lot of unhealthy habits. Mm -hmm. And so eventually I looked at that lifestyle and said, you know what, I'm not striving for the best that I can be. So I need to make a decision and, and a leap of faith and, a, and sure there's risk involved with, with, with quitting. Um, but I think in the end it's, it's, it's worth it to try to seek what you desire, what you, your dreams and to have those mountaintop mm -hmm. experiences and values that you're trying to strive for. Yeah. And you like actually can achieve some level of yeah. happiness at your job. And it's not to say that like yeah. you have to be like jumping out of bed every single day. But like for me, I've had I had one really bad job and I have the job I have now is much, much better. Mm -hmm. And Josh was the one that encouraged me to leave that first job and try the second one. And it's amazing. And it, and it's not to say that like if you're in a spot that you're not happy with, that doesn't mean you're in the wrong place. Like yeah. I always believe that like every step of your life journey is purposeful and mm -hmm. meaningful, especially if you're like seeking the good and seeking truth. Yeah. But like... Um, where was I going with this? <laughs> I don't. Uh, <laughs> well, like, so it took me to have a really bad job to, like, appreciate the job I have now. Right. Like, I didn't realize how bad it was. Mm -hmm. I was miserable, and I didn't really know it. And then I got this new job. I'm like, wow, like, mm -hmm. jobs can be good. Like, I can have a good employer and, like, good yeah. hours and, like, good compensation <clears throat> and things like that. So That's interesting that you brought that up, that we would stay in a less optimal situation for so long mm -hmm. until it just ultimately, like, we succumb to yeah, it. Yeah, we succumb to it. Yeah. yeah, there are people in life that I know that settle for, you know, the big things, but refuse to settle for like the little things. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, um, I'm not really like calling out somebody in particular, but this is just something that I know that they would do is that say that they go to a Mexican restaurant and they only want like nachos or something like that. And the restaurant says, oh, sorry, we're all out you would have to compromise or settle like any person with the slightest bit of common sense would say, okay, I will get the fish or whatever right. you offer, whatever they're offering. But you wouldn't just like go to a different place that has nachos like down the mm. road, like you're already where you are. Mm -hmm. Right. But people settle in, you know, at their same job, like for 40 some odd years, mm -hmm. just because they're afraid of the, the least. They're afraid of the plunge. Mm -hmm. They think that if I quit, that means I'm going to fail and mm -hmm. my life will be ruined. Mm -hmm. When in the reality, I think, Oftentimes, that's just not the case. Mm -hmm. Like we, 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 a lot of people are so afraid of risk and of change that they're willing to just ruin their existence and to mm -hmm. live a life of unhappiness yeah. just because mm -hmm. of that fear. And I think someone like me, like I don't have that fear, and which is such a which is such a grace, um, because I'm willing to like make the leap mm -hmm. if I need to 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 seek what is best for me and for my life. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm the opposite. Right. I'm terrified of change. So like he's really helped me to like see the benefit and also just know that like if you try something like you're never going to be left hung out to dry. Like mm -hmm. trying mm -hmm. something might be mm -hmm. worth it for just the sake of trying it. And nothing really is ever permanent unless you make it that way. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So. And with a little bit of introspection, I think that if we stay in those bad situations that we are set, technically settling for, we will spend the rest of our life regretting it. Mm -hmm. With compromises, we won't spend the rest of our life regretting it because it's, for example, that was dinner. That mm -hmm. was one example. That was a movie, for example. Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. doesn't hurt you, like, mm -hmm. in the grand scheme yeah, of things. Yeah, it's just like a moment. It's yeah. A moment. Um, but you compromise because it helps out relationships with other people and the by all the byways like in trying to get to your big things your big goals that you shouldn't be settling on right no exactly <clears throat> exactly but because i think that's one thing 
Because people are willing to just let their life kind of happen to them, like mm-hmm. you kind of mentioned already. And I think that can be a, a scary thing because, like, yeah, like further down the, the road when maybe they're older or, you know, you know, God forbid, if they're on the deathbed mm-hmm. and they have regrets because of that. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to live that way. Like, mm-hmm. I, I truly believe in that concept of like carpe diem where mm-hmm. you want to take each day and just, just make squeeze the most life out of it as you can. Mm-hmm. Um so that you can have the greatest experience because i don't mm-hmm. you know i don't want to be 90 year old in the nursing home saying like oh i never did anything i never accomplished mm-hmm. my dreams every every passion that i had i threw away mm-hmm. like i don't want that and i think but too also it's important for the perspective of like what actually does it mean to be successful and to accomplish yes. something like for mm-hmm. me at the end of my life i just hope that i was a good mom mm-hmm. and like a good wife and like yeah maybe i didn't like bungee jump in australia but like i still you know if i loved well and had good relationships with others right. i think that's also a measure of success if not more so than like the kind yeah. of job you had and things like that so even if you don't have like a millionaire career if you were like a small part of a small company, but you did it well and you enjoyed it and you loved it, like mm-hmm. that's just as yeah. successful. And if you left like a positive mark on yep. that company mm-hmm. and the people that you're mm-hmm. with, that's the big thing. Because I feel like oftentimes we, we forget that. You know, we just, I just watched the movie Soul again because I think it's like mm-hmm. such a beautiful movie. I love it so much. Um, I never saw it's, it. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. underrated and I really yeah, enjoyed it's, it. It's very good. But like the whole ending, I'm going to spoil it for you, Joe. I'm sorry. But that's like right. the whole concept is like this guy's trying to like, get back to his life because he, he has this moment of like where he can finally achieve his dream of being this, this pianist mm-hmm. at a club um and when he he has the experience like he, he comes back he does all the stuff he plays the show and then afterwards he's like is that it like what now like what didn't next? live up to his you know what's next and then he has that realization that life is not just about like an ex- a moment but it's like choosing to live every day um i had an experience just like that in college like i my freshman year, I signed up for the talent show. They mm. did like a Woods Got Talent. Yeah. And like, I won that year. And it was like the oddest feeling. Like, I never felt so alone in my life mm-hmm. because I was surrounded by all these people yeah. who were staring at me and like fake clapping for me because they wished they had won. And like, and <laughs> like, I just went back to my dorm room and like closed the door and like maybe told my mom over a text that I had won. And it, like, didn't mean anything. And it was just so... I thought it would have been, like, this great... Grand. Yes. Like, it would have meant something. But it really was very lonely. Yeah. Hmm. So that's why I think it's important not to just live for these moments. Because they do pass. Mm -hmm. You know, they do pass. But instead, like, spanning it out through the course of your whole life. You know? And trying to make the greatest good for the good in your life. And, yeah. Yeah. So don't settle, Joe. (laughs) The future is inevitable, but let's travel back in time. Uh, January 5th, 1971. So the body of former heavyweight champion Charles, Mm. Sonny Liston, Mm. he's more known. Uh, He was 40 years old, but he was found by his wife, uh, Geraldine, in Las Vegas. You know, his death was approximately six days beforehand and foul play was suspected mm-hmm. now Sonny Liston had been a heavyweight champion for one to two years I think he the 
when he lost it to Muhammad Ali in 1964, he had won it in a rematch against Floyd Patterson, like I think a year before. I love boxing. Mm. Um, but anyway, about like his death, his wife tried to contact her husband for about two weeks. She was with her her mother or something like that, visited her mother. And when she arrived at the scene, because he didn't answer his calls at all, mm. uh, the doors were unlocked. Uh, and he was right next to like his, his bedpost or something like that. And... There was like blood down his like nose or something like that. He was in his underwear mm. and undershirt or something like that. There was bad odor because it was like six days of decaying oh, body. Yeah, yes. uh, yeah, it was upstairs like on the foot of his bed. And there was a little bit of heroin, like I think in the kitchen or something like that. But he has also ties to organized crime. So the more the more you investigate this, the more questions that come up. Mm. I think the doctor said there wasn't a foul play. But then later on, there was foul play that possibly it's still shrouded in mystery, which is... Ultimately, the most interesting thing, the guy had a super power punch. He was a power puncher, which is totally different from the speed, say, of Muhammad Ali, for example. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Uh, some have said that the knockout phantom punch, as it's called, that in their rematch with Ali, where he tried to re- retake mm-hmm. the, the title, mm-hmm. where he was knocked down in the first round. When he got knocked down, I think that there are rumors that the mafia was tied and they told him to stay down. Oh, that's yeah. some kind of it's an interesting thing to entertain. Everything. I don't know about that, but we'll see. Yeah, well, who knows? All right, so mine was in 1969, um, summer 5th, the second album of Creedence Clearwater Revival came out. Second album? Bio Country, yeah. Bio Country. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Bio Country, which had Proud Mary. Mm-hmm. And was it Bad Moon Rising? What was the other one that came in? That I don't remember. I, I know Proud Mary was on. Yeah, Proud, definitely Proud Mary, and that was the one that really like brought him into attention mm-hmm. to the to stardom. They did an album or two every. I think that two albums every single year up until like nineteen seventy. Wow. They just did one album because they were starting to have like this internal yeah, riffs problems inside. Yeah. Um, and then their final album in seventy two like was just it's awful, awful, <laughs> horrible. Yeah, that was called uh, Mardi Gras. Yeah, which is where other people no wrote songs and not John yeah. Fogarty. Which was a mistake. Listen to that or don't listen to that because you might be wasting your time, but it's also yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Like the like the, the basis the basis was a terrible singer. So much reverb. Yeah, like, so much. Yeah. This is rough stuff. But okay, yeah, R.I.P. So country. R.I.P. Yeah, exactly. It's time for happy crappy. Joe, in the flesh. No, it's a hologram. Yeah. How you doing, man? I'm great, man. How you doing? Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We're here. We did it. We arrived. We're in person. And it's uh, it's great. Yeah. Happy to see your face. Yeah. Especially with all the in-person changes in this new studio setup. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's beautiful. It's been a lot of fun today. So how was your week, man? Did you have a good week? My week was okay. Uh, I was you happy have good to New be, Year's. Yes, and all that. I was happy to spend some time with uh, the parents. Um, my crappy kind of deals with uh, my family weren't able to come to my place because of just like sickness and stuff right, like that right. for some family members. So I ended up like traveling to see the non-sick family members. So that was like the the tough part uh, on New Year's Day. Um, but New Year's Eve was fantastic that's my happy because mm. when i was watching the ball drop i was setting up like a, a whole new like tv stand just doing like some construction work right there and just mm. keeping myself busy until uh until 12 o'clock 12 a.m 
Oh, that's so, great, man. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, I had an awesome time. I had um, my wife's sisters over, and we just partied. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of good food and played a bunch of games. And Did the kids yeah. stay up until 12? No, no, they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, we put them down. But, um, yeah, and then I told you earlier, but we... We did the, the the portal scene in Endgame, and right at midnight, we we like figured out how long it would take, and then we started this, this mm-hmm. video so that at midnight it would be Captain America saying "Assemble, Avengers Assemble," <laughs> and it was the most intense thing. And I just know this year is going to be awesome because of that moment. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was my happy. They reversed the snap for you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Beautiful. And then uh, the crappy, my kids were sick again. But it wasn't the sick that you. It was. It, it wasn't the unspecified the, virus of, of unknown, unknown origin. origin. Yeah, no, it was just RSV, which is probably actually worse than. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's a lot of coughing and sleepless nights, and but they're all fine now. Yeah, I have a little bit of congestion in my nose, so I cause I got a little bit of it, but I feel a thousand times better. Good. And we're, we're we're ready for the new year. Things are good. We got a lot of goals. Oh my gosh, I have a lot of goals. This year's gonna be great, Joe. Yeah. I'm really excited for this year. I'm excited for floor feeling ground is gonna become. I'm excited where the studio is gonna become. Where, where my physique is going to become. You look like a whole new man. Yeah. So let's just talk about Exodus ninety. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna start this thing soon. Now technically, I already kind of already started. This. Same. Did you already kind yep. of started? Mm-hmm. So what we're gonna do for listeners is we're gonna kind of document this as we go about. Uh, I thought it would be fun to just talk about it. But it's basically an, it's an aesthetical program to teach you like uh, discipline in your life, and it's pretty intense. Breaking bad habits. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. big breaking bad habits. So with, with like technology and food and exercise and stuff like that. And so basically, what it is is you remove snacking, you remove sweets, you remove in between meals. In, yeah. yeah, snacking in between meals, like fast food, like all that stuff. You t- try to get rid of that uh, from your diet. You do regular exercise at least three days a week. Um, you take shorter. You're supposed to take cold showers, but I'm I'm not really willing to. Take yeah, I'm modifying that too. It's just gonna be short five minute hot shower. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna do short short showers. Um, let's see what else it is. So it's like prayer time and some reading. Um, it's giving up also like a lot of secular music that doesn't yeah. really help you grow close to God. We're Christian. Uh, if that's not really your deal, like you can modify that to your liking. Yeah. So if you want to try something like this too, like it's just an incredible practice for men. Uh, there is a female version too that they're that they're coming out with. If you want to do this, but then also the big thing too is technology. So yeah. the idea is like you want to limit your TV, your video games, like movies, shows, your your phone time, your computer time, mm-hmm. to basically non-existent other than work, mm-hmm. uh, which means a lot of reading and, and, and exercise and eating healthier. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm I'm excited. About I primarily that. use the technology right now for feeling grounded and uh, one or two other things, but TV is. It's going to be non-existent right, for these right. 90 days. I think this is the hardest thing is going to be like YouTube videos. Yeah, YouTube like, videos. Like yeah, that's something that stuff, yeah, know. that's something had been a terrible vice for me right. in 2021. Well, me, too. me too, definitely. Yeah. And so it would be nice to see how that affects. So my big thing is getting that dopamine back. Like I, I don't want to like, you know, the dopamine triggers from using social media and mm-hmm. YouTube and all that stuff. And I want to see what, what happens if I can kind of cleanse myself and and see, like the get dopamine triggers from more basic things like exercising mm-hmm. and, and yeah. reading books and and i'm really hoping to see some nice changes in my life as a as a result excellent so i'm looking forward to this yes yeah, so the idea if you want to start with us the, the, the technical start day is january 17th mm-hmm. to end on easter sunday yeah um but let's just do it i think it's so important to just try for for your best i agree it'll be settle. a really great start for 
your year, especially if you have certain resolutions that you want to focus on and trying to get rid of these other things that'll, you know, suck up your time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So let's do it, man. Let's do it. So what we want you all to do right now is subscribe to Feeling Grounded Podcast. Smash that like button. Also, become a patron. On Patreon, Josh and I put exclusive content that we love to put out there. Also, go on Instagram. Search up at Feeling Grounded Podcast. That's at Feeling Grounded Podcast. Josh and I genuinely love to put stuff out there, especially the thumbnails. That's kind of my job, and I enjoy every single moment of that. (laughs) So I will call myself out for that. But also, put some questions or comments on our videos and hit that notification bell, whether you are on Spotify, for example, Apple Podcasts, or on YouTube, because it will help the algorithm so you guys can actually show up when we uh, post new videos. You've got questions? You're feeling grounded.